everybody. It's time for the Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farber. I'm your host. This episode features comedian Todd Glover joining me. No voice of reason on this one. Uh, it's a fun episode. We uh, we share a lot of similarities, and uh, he's a very active dater. He's got some great stories. Check it out. Uh, I will be on the road again. Uh, this week, I'm at the Laugh Factory in Las Vegas. Then I'm in uh, Bonkers Room in Orlando, April 29th and 30th, headlining there. Then going to Spitfire in St. Petersburg on Sunday, May 1st. If you got friends in St. Petersburg, Orlando, or Las Vegas, send them my way. I'll be back in Chicago at the Improv in Schomburg the first week of May, uh, opening for Tammy Pascarelli. Uh, excited for that show, those series of shows. And then, um, yeah, I'll be around all over paulfcomedy.com. I'll be uh, at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga with Dusty Slay. I'm, I'm all over headlining some states as well, so check it out. If you want your version of the Singles Only Podcast shirt, super soft, bright red shirt with a very cool logo, just send me a copy of your review of the podcast. Paul F. Uh, sorry, Paul. Nope pfarvar at gmail.com and uh check out my website paulfcomedy.com for upcoming dates and uh yeah thank you all for listening i really appreciate it if you want to get a shirt for the um what do you call it the better call paul shirts those are still available hit me up for those all the proceeds go to parkinson's foundation i am working on a fundraiser for parkinson's foundation because that is a cause near and dear to me and uh, yeah, we're doing it. We're back to normal. I I did, oh man, I have done, I'm back to doing like 40 plus shows a month, which is awesome, but it wears you down. That's why I sound like this. Uh, I am going to, I promise myself I take a day off every week from everything. And uh, today I slept for 12 hours before this uh, introduction I'm recording right now. But I digress. Thank you for listening. Check out our sponsors. This is a fun episode. Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Um, PaulFComedy.com. You can get your shirt as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro. 312-627-1650. Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. 
Tell them I sent you. You're welcome. As some of you know, I am a germaphobe. I never leave my home without my sanitizer. And I'm also admitted hand sanitizer snob. I need the good smelling stuff, period. During the pandemic, I, like all of you, suffered through countless hand sanitizers, which smelled like tequila and diaper rash. Not to mention the sticky feeling some left while others would just stay slippery on your hands, no matter how little you used. Everyone hoarded the good stuff. Well, I finally discovered my match. And it's not just the good stuff. It's the best stuff. Emu hand sanitizer. The only hand sanitizer that feels good, smells good, and does good. With various smell flavors to choose from. Lemongrass, mint, ocean air, orange blossom, and my favorite, watermelon. Emu ends the days of horrible sanitizers with sticky or slippery residue. It actually smells amazing. I am not kidding you. I actually look forward to using it after shaking hands with people after shows or touching microphones from all these dirty comedians. Best of all, the bottles are TSA approved, so I can travel with them. And Emu gives back with every bottle. They give a percentage of their net profits to COVID research. So... Emu is the way to go. Check it out today, sprayemu.com, or go to their Instagram at sprayemu. Use singles only promo code for your discount today. Emu sanitizer. You will love it. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We are doing this live again. Uh, no voice of reason. But maybe we can be reasonable. I don't know. Now, this guy uh, is a, a staple on not only the comedy scene, but the dating apps. Because I have multiple female friends who always ask me about you when they match or see you on the dating apps. Comedian Todd Glover. Hey, Todd. Hey. Thank you for having me. Do you tell the girls to run? I say... I always say, I go, well, I don't think we're that close. So I never, I don't have, I say, I have nothing bad to say about them. Um, but I always say like, um, I think your, I think your profile must say that you, your head must have a picture at like Laugh Factory or something like that. Or no, it doesn't say. No, no, no. I might've had one years ago. I don't know. Okay. Cause they're always like, I go, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a comedian, but I think he has a full-time job too. So I did. Yeah. Right. You don't anymore? I don't. Oh, no. I okay. lost I lost my job three years ago, and I said, perfect. Now I can just do my comedy stuff. There you go. So, yes, we run in the same circles, and I think um, in the dating circles, I should say. And uh, I think we've matched with the same people we along do. the lines. Because you always ask me about certain people. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know her. So my thing is, is because I'm older, I like to talk to the girls on the phone. And yeah. Then I usually can figure them out. <laughs> then I can usually figure them out and stalk them a little on Facebook. And then I see that you and I are mutual friends. Oh, okay. Or I'll go out with them and I'll be like, man, this girl was really weird. Did Paul think she was weird? <laughs> you asked me to follow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have done that a couple of times as well. Yeah, because it's, I mean, we're in the same age group. Yeah. We're both comics. Yeah. You know, I get a lot of girls that like comics that want to go out with me yeah so you were saying that you yeah. have a type first of all how are you single like why are you on the dating apps all this stuff we'll get into your the types in a second i don't know i guess i haven't met the right girl i had a maybe three years ago i was dating a girl and it got real you know she was super hardcore she was going through a horrible divorce 
and hardcore how you mean like serious it, it, it was like uh it was like one of those things where we went on one date we had gone to high school together uh so you already knew each other we didn't know each other i, I oh. pulled out my yearbook for some reason i moved so i can find my high school yearbooks i can't find my passport but i know where my high school yearbooks yeah, are i have mine right here <laughs> and uh you know, I look at her and I'm like, oh, I remember this girl. She had the really frizzy hair and the bad, you know, 90s hair. and High uh, up. And we went out on one date and it was like six months later, we were, you know, whenever she Hot didn't. Hot and have, heavy. Yeah, whenever she didn't have her kid, she'd show up to my house with four outfits and a bag. Like, Let's like, go. Yeah, like she. And then once that ended, then I just you know, still on the apps and still looking and what are you look? I mean, do you want to get married and have kids or I, either? Or? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think that's probably my yeah. problem because I, at my age, I, I don't think, what am I going to, well, did you, did you want to have kids at some point in your life? When as I was adult? younger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but now that you're older, you're like, I don't think I want to have them. I think I'd rather be with a girl who has her own kids. Yeah, and, me too. And share those kids because I see what people with kids, my friends just had a baby and the guy's 46 and you just, you, we're out. He's just exhausted. Or you All call him during the day. Yeah. He's working a full-time job and babysitting. And I'm like, that, you can't do that. I would have to go back to work if I had a baby and I don't want to go back to work. See, my dad had me when he was older. He was in his forties. And then my brother also just had uh, his third kid in his forties. And, uh, and I can see that it is harder, especially if it's your first one. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't. If you don't want to have kids, I don't know. My friends who are married say there's no reason to really right. get married. But for you, it feels like you your your parents are still together. No, my oh, parents okay. are divorced. Wow, I didn't know that happens in the Jewish culture. Yeah, no, my oh god, I, my parents have been divorced since I was three. Oh, there here lies the problem. Yeah, my, everyone. Yeah, there's probably a lot of problems, but uh, no, my parents divorced probably when I was three, and then my dad. Just got remarried about eleven years ago. He was with my stepmom for thirty-two oh, years. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. so you, she was in your life since you were a yeah, kid. since I was a kid. Okay, and she's probably the most reasonable of my parents. Okay, <laughs> which is the most interesting. It's like, well, who's your favorite parent? Uh, I think my stepmom is. So when you're so if you're not, you don't want to get married, but you like the idea of being in a right. relationship. Absolutely, monogamous. Yeah. Are you pretty monogamous when you are in a relationship? I, yes, okay. now I am because okay. I, I'm too old. I can't. I yeah, it's, it's too hard to like remember everything. It's distracting. It doesn't, I'm, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, I'm going to date all these girls. And then you get to be our age and you're like, I just want a, a, one good one. Yeah. Well, the thing with that is, uh, and I, I think there are, we just talked about this on a, on a recent episode with Peter McGraw, who's a soloist, um, where there is, there is an idea that their monogamy is great and, and all that. But for me, you put all your eggs in one basket. You put so much pressure on someone to be everything that you need. Now, in a in a situation like you or I, we have something else that keeps us happy. We have this creative outlet. And when women have children or they have their careers, they have an, an outlet as well. So you're not putting so much pressure on the relationship. But otherwise, it's hard to find everything in one fucking person. Absolutely. It's also hard as a comedian to date. Um. um because you're the night that the girl's like, hey, let's go out for dinner. Hey, yeah, let's schedules do this. Are hard. Yeah, you're, you're doing a gig. I just booked a gig on a Friday. I produce a show that's right. a Friday. Um, you know, if you get booked for the weekend, you're gone all weekend. Yeah. You're like, hey, let's hang out on Monday night. 
Yeah, Monday is my night. And here's the thing also. I now ask people immediately, are you a night owl? And they're like, well, that's a weird question. I'm like, well, I shouldn't say a voice like that. That's probably 290s. But like, yeah. the reason I ask that is because I eat dinner. I don't eat before my show. So I eat dinner at the earliest, 9 o'clock. And so if people are like, well, I go to bed at 10, I'm like, well, this will never work. <laughs> See, I do the opposite. I eat dinner at like 4.30. Oh, that too. Yeah, I'll do so that. So that way I'm not. Yeah. The worst is if you got a bloaty stomach on, on stage. stage. Yeah, you don't want that. Well, that's a, then I'll eat lunch too. That's when I eat my lunches at four. Like I, I just woke up an hour ago. Oh, <laughs> we're yeah. we're we're uh, we're just at noon now here. But but I'm saying like I think that's a big thing is scheduling with people. But we got off a tangent there really quick. What? Um, so you you can be monogamous. Sure. You like being monogamous. What? Why are you? On the dating apps, twenty four hours a day. I, I, I this is not. I'm not it's, a judgment. I'm just saying, like, it seems like you're a tall guy. You're funny. You, you've. Why, why it, are these things ending for you? I, I don't know. I don't know. I is there it, a you know, pattern? COVID, I think COVID didn't help me. COVID didn't help. I think I told you there's three types of girls that want to date me: mm-hmm. European girls, Jewish girls, and girls with comedian fetishes. That's it. Okay. I don't know this comedian fetish thing you're talking about. Tell me what how. How come I don't get that? You should get it. And you probably do get it. I, I get these girls that love comedians that all they want to do is talk about comedy and come to my shows. And it's really, it's wow. How I have no, I, they just I have, follow comedy, I guess. Or they want a guy who's funny or their ex-boyfriend was completely unfunny. Hmm. I mean, I, it's just a weird thing. It's that's, I the, I've never had that. I mean, I've had people come up to me at shows that are like clearly like chuckle fuckers as we call them in the business. But uh, I've never matched with someone online. I've had a couple of people be like, who's your favorite comedian? And then they're like, I love blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, that's great. But that's, it. I would think you get it. I also never, I don't think I have. I mean, no, I got a, I got my first comedy stalker, which was fun. Do okay. You, you, do you get stalkers? I or do. No? Yeah. Yeah. You have to, cause yeah. I get them and you're way more out there. Uh-huh. This is weird because. Well, what? How did? Do, how does the comedy? Let's talk about the com- comedian fetish. How do you realize that they fall into that? How many times does it happen to you? First of all, at least twice. Oh yeah, a, a so lot. So how do you know they're like? I love comedy. Yeah, they start blah, talking blah, blah. right about comedy. They want to know your best joke. You. Oh, they want to come to the a show. Apps? Yeah, I all the time. That's the opening line. Tell me a joke. I need to laugh. I need because for me, I have pictures of me at Zany's up right. there. Or me from you know maybe my theater show or the park shows that right. I was doing. Right, so they can tell you do stand up. Right, and then uh, you know I had a girl message me on the app and she's like, "Are you the guy who does the stand up in the park?" And I was like, yeah. "If I was funny, yes. If not, I have no clue what you're talking <laughs> right, right. about." And she says, "She says, uh, um, I don't know. I got paged from work." And had to go. And then I responded, are you a drug dealer from 1998? Like, why <laughs> well, do you have you a pager? pager? Yeah. I guess she works in the medical field. And got they it. Or they, they still know, have pagers. They paid you on your phone. But um, I get a lot of people that... I've never had that. No, they don't. I mean, your your face is on a billboard outside the Laugh Factory. I would I think girls yeah. stalk you, no? No, I mean, stalkers I get. But uh, nothing like nothing like the, that they're on the dating apps. Like, yeah. maybe I'm just aged out. I don't know. But... What, what, um, so what do you do with those? You still go out with them? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Why, why wouldn't I? Yeah. It's weird. I mean, COVID really put a, uh, 
a wrench in dating. I know for me it did. I'm sure for you, COVID was brutal. So I was, uh, I was like, that was like the only time I was kind of monogamous because I could, I just was like, ah, it's too much work to like, I, I didn't, I was so scared of getting my parents sick. So, yeah. but then I got COVID twice. I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't think I ever got it. I might've had it and never known. I, I don't know. Living your life, Todd. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. So we talked about the comedian fetish, the yeah. Jewish girls I get. That's clearly yeah, they, easy. they just, but I would think that they know if you're a, a career bachelor at this point that they're wasting their time. Oh, I get this a lot. I get, Oh my God, you're in your forties and never, never been, been married. married. What's yeah. wrong with you? And I'm like, really, honey, you're in your forties at a, Good-looking husband and a big house and a nice car, and you couldn't stay married. Why'd What's wrong leave? with yeah. you? Like, right, right. And it's it's funny because the some of these women, they'll either tell me I knew I shouldn't have got married when I was walking down the aisle. I knew it was the wrong yeah. guy. Which you're like, okay, she makes bad decisions, or which is why you got good for you. It's yeah, good for you that she makes bad decisions. Yeah, right. Uh, right there, it's like okay. And then the other thing they'll do is, um, uh. Uh, they think the grass is greener and it's like, it's not, it's harder. Yeah. It's even yeah, more rusty coming and dating a guy like you or I is it's, not, it's going to be way worse. Right. And then it's, you know, I hear about the, you know, dating in the suburbs and they all date the same people. And that's, yeah, dating in the suburb is brutal. I, I've, yeah. I've heard stories of men out there. They're just, they're just needy or like just so set in their ways. It's, it's hard for women. So they, pan out to the city and then they deal with shit like us which is yeah, worse in a lot of ways right and they they always ask me if i know you really that's yeah. funny i wonder who they are well, well well we'll figure that out off the off the record later but uh let's go with the europeans now for me when someone is foreign that i've talked to and i and like you i like to do the phone call too yeah. mostly because uh the only times i use the apps are like right before i'm going on stage or at the in the bathroom, yeah, <laughs> like those are the I two. Do that too. And I and I forget about it. But if I'm on a phone, I'm always driving to gigs, so I'm always like I can talk on the phone. That's like my span of time where I could talk to people. But now I don't even do that anymore because I'm so I've got caught up with some family stuff that I got to do on the phone calls. But I used to do the phone calls all the time with the Europeans um, or foreign uh, where English isn't their first language. I feel like they there's no connection. They don't get my humor because I'm right. kind of a drier person and I feel like I offend them too easily. Yeah. Does that happen? Or you're just like, Sh I don't care. She's hot. <laughs> I mean, it's some of them are pretty funny. You'll go, how, how does this person who speaks English as a second language have so much personality? Mm -hmm. And we know people that have lived there their whole life and you're like, they don't oh, have such it. a dud. No, I, it, it sometimes. Yeah. I, yeah. I did. I was, uh, I dated this, this European woman and, she was, I was like, oh my God, this, this would be a great wife for somebody. She just doesn't get my jokes. She doesn't. That's get, what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to right. communicate with them. Yeah. She came here with nothing and works two jobs and has yeah. a beautiful car and raises her son. And, I, you know, I used to see her on Facebook. You know how some of those girls just fade off of Facebook. They're like, okay, I don't need to be friends with Todd anymore. Um, oh, they unfriend you? I, th I think they do once in a while. <laughs> I wonder if that happens because I know that I'm at my cap there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll be at like four because 5,000 is your max. And I'm like 4,997. Like, what did I type? What did right. I write that offended three right. people? I'm like, cool. Now I can invite, I can in accept some other people. Yeah. So they do. Maybe they do decide. They do. They go, no oh, more Paul. 
I, I, yeah, they probably dated you and their new boyfriends. Like, oh, I don't want to be friends with it. You're getting removed. Yeah, that sucks. So, but that's the thing. I feel like the only thing that I've got going for me, other than my great hair, is um, my personality. And if they don't understand my right. jokes or if it's like goes over their head, I'm like, this is this is not going to work. I was dating a girl who doesn't like stand up comedy, so I took her to an open mic to watch me do stand up, and she was like, eh, I don't get it. I don't get it. And she just doesn't like comedy. And when I had my part, she doesn't like happiness. No, I right. So that's not the girl for a comic to date. Right? Well, I think there there is something to be said for someone that doesn't prioritize stand up comedy because it evens you out. But if they don't like comedy no. at all, like that's a different story. Like, or or if they're like, I only like improv. Then you're like, oh, that's gonna be a red flag, right? Yeah, for improv. us, yeah. Or if they. Used to date an improviser and then date us. We're, we're, we look so much funnier than a improviser. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not shitting on improv. I'm just saying they're not gonna they're not gonna get you because like right. we're not improv. But so she didn't like stand up. Like stand up. She ended up coming to a park show, and uh, she's you like, do a park show outside for people. That so don't during know. yeah, so during, during COVID, COVID yeah, yeah. I just took a speaker, went out, and started doing a park show. There'd be anywhere from you know seven people to a hundred people. Yeah. It died down a little bit last year, but I'll do maybe right. one or two because people are, they're fun, right? They're fun. They're free, it's outside, yeah. You know, people donate a couple So you did that and then they were, uh, so she went to the park show. She went happened? to the park show and she was like, oh, wow, you're actually pretty funny. Like, oh, this is pretty fun. Yeah. And then she fell off her chair because she was so drunk. Oh. <laughs> I find that uh, dating in our age demo, one thing that comes up a lot, I don't drink. I drink very oh, little, really? if at all, but a lot of people drink a lot. Yeah. What's that something that you deal with? Well, you drink, obviously, so. I do drink, date, yeah. Well, I before I had a job, I sold wine. So I used to get girls who had wine, wine fetishes. Wine fetishes. <laughs> so I would get every drunk ever known to mankind. Sure. And I don't know if you've dated. I, over the summer, I was dating a girl who liked to hit the sauce, and it's not. I, I, it's bad. Yeah. I date a lot of people that have, that drink a lot and, uh, I don't have a problem with it. It's not like I stopped drinking because I had a problem. I just don't drink that often. And when I do, I drink a lot, but yeah. I also on dates, I never do. Cause most of the time I'm, uh, I'm just, the date is like, uh, I'm eating dinner before or after a show, like significantly earlier yeah. than a show or right after. And it's like, I'm not going to start drinking now. It's like 10 30. See, I love the drink as a first date. You could go, you could have a drink. I yeah. usually, I'm a nice guy. I think you're a nice guy. We, I get roped into always two drinks. Even if I want to leave, I sit and I'm like, okay, if she, put yeah, her, I can't get out of it. If she put her makeup on and, you know, put her contacts in, uh, at least I could buy her a couple of drinks, but it's, uh, you know, it's easier than having a full blown dinner where I'm stuck with her for an hour and a half. Right. And, uh, you know, well, drunk. two drinks is an hour. That's going to yeah. take a while unless she's a fucking Irish drunk. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh... Come at me, Irish folks. Call me racist. No, I'm just saying. But no, I, I think that I get that. But I, uh, I think that, that a lot of people dating sober is really hard. I think a lot for a lot of people that get weirded out. Like, well, I won't drink if you're not going to drink. I'm like, you can drink. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to care. Yeah. yeah, and I and I do sometimes, but mo lately, I think I've. I think in the last six months, I've only drank like twice, and it freaks people out. But um, if but, we're if we're doing a lot of shows, like if I'm doing a lot of stand up, people are always like, "Oh, you meet girls at your stand up shows, don't you?" I'm like, "Not really. No. I don't." 
I think I think uh, uh, yeah, I don't drink at shows, and then going to shows that well, I I don't really meet a lot. Of, I mean, it has happened, yeah. especially when I was younger. I got I think I did meet a lot of girls at shows, and then I was like more willing to be like, yeah, I'll go meet you guys out. But yeah. like ninety percent of the time, it's like, do you want to meet us at this bar? And I'm just yeah, like, no, no, I got to go get food, and it's in a small shitty town where I know I have right. till. 20 minutes to get somewhere that they have food. Like I remember I was in Detroit during the end of the pandemic and there was a group of women that asked me to go out. I was like, Oh, this might be good. But I'm like, I got to eat dinner and I'll meet you guys out. And then I went and ate somewhere and I was like, nah, I'm just going to go back and work out at the hotel. (laughs) There's a comic. I won't name any names. And whenever we do these road gigs, there's always like some weird swinger couple that approaches us. Swingers are very common. Yeah. (laughs) So we're doing this gig. And I go up there and a girl's heckling and it's not my best work, right? It is, they are so rowdy. And I and after the show, he looks at me, and goes, dude, what the hell was that? I go, listen, it wasn't my best comedy, but they will remember this show and be talking about it months later. And then after the show, they were lined up to talk to us. And I go, look, you don't think they had a good time? And he's like, yeah, you're right. And then later in the night, he looks over and this guy's wife is bouncing up and down on my lap. And he looks at me and I'm just shrugging my shoulders like, I have no idea what to do right. or what's going on or why this woman is on my lap. And I don't want her husband to kill me, but I guess they're into some weird stuff. It's very common. I think, uh, especially in Florida too, there's a lot of swingers that will come to shows. And I didn't even recognize it until a girl that I dated was at a show. And this woman asked me, she was with her husband. She's like, hey, do you want to yeah. come hang out with us? We're going to a strip bar. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I got a second show. And she's like, what was that? I go, I don't know. What do you mean? I go, I think they're just like fans. They like to have comics right. around. She's like, I'm like, no. She's like, she was looking at you like she was nervous asking you. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. She was hot too, but I didn't do anything. Hey, gang, I'm excited to tell you about this new dating app. This is a dating app that's different than any other dating app I've ever talked about on this podcast. It's called Posse Global. It's a dating app created for groups of friends. See, back in the day, you would go to bars with your friends and you'd meet a group of other friends and magic would ensue for one or two of you. Or even before that, I was in a fraternity, we'd go out to sorority mixers and the groups would meet up and one or two people would have magic nights or magic lives. That's just how it worked. Well, guess what? That's what this app does. It creates all that magic and more. It helps create plans easier for you and your friends to connect with others, not only locally, but globally. Here's how it works. First, you create an individual profile. You guys have known how to do this on all the other dating apps. There's no difference. The difference comes when you create a posse profile. Yep, that's right. You create a posse profile. It could be a posse of you and your college friends. It could be a posse of you and your colleagues at work or your high school friends. You can be in as many posses as you want. You create these posses. It can be you and three people or you and 30 people. Then you see the feed. You see other posses you might want to hang out with. The other features that are so cool are destination features and the beacon feature and the group messaging feature. I don't have time to go into details about this, but I can tell you a little about it. Say you're going to the Indy 500 with you and your friends or you and your posse, and you see, hey, there's another group called Fighting Illini 69 that's going there too. They sound like fun. You can make plans with them to meet up there with them at the Indy 500. 
Or you can use the beacon feature when you're there if you're not hanging out or if not feeling that fighting Illini 69 and see what other groups are there because the beacon feature shows you the interactive map that allows you to see who else is in your area or other destinations that you may be going to. And you can group message them to decide if you're going to meet them. Look, there's so many cool things that I just don't have time to tell you about in this small, short commercial. What I can tell you is Download Posse Global, show me that you did, create a profile, create an individual profile and a Posse profile, email it to me, and I'll make sure you get some awesome Posse swag while supplies last. Trust me when I tell you this app is the future. Posse Global, download it today. You are welcome. So there was, um, you're going to love this one. It was a, a couple that used to go to the old riddles comedy club mm-hmm. and they Elsa, were Illinois yeah the one when it was on Harlem yeah the, the, yeah so the, it was rumored they were swingers and then I dated a girl who was a swinger who took me to a swinger club and they walk by and they're like don't we know you and I'm like no they're like are you friends with our kids I'm like no and then they finally come back and they're like you're the comedian mm-hmm. except they figured it out and the husband was butt naked right and he had one of those Prince Albert fishing tackles hanging from him he was butt naked. Yeah, they just got out of one of the rooms where they were um, swinging, and uh, it was like, "God, this is awkward." I've seen these people naked now. Yeah, and it's like, so you ventured into that swinging world I, for a while. I did. We were like non-swinging swingers. We we hooked up with one other couple, and it was just a soft swap type of thing. How so, does that work? Soft swap. Soft swap is where there's no penetration by either uh. couple. So. Yeah, I don't know. Talk about the swing. So we haven't had so we tell us about the swinger life that you were in, and and I have friends who are uh, well, I shouldn't say friends, but people that we were uh, on a trip with, or I was doing comedy, they were doing shows, or they were doing their swinging yeah. uh, in in this destination city, and uh, they were all talking about let's swing. They like had champagne yeah. bottles, and they had like pink flamingos as the code word, I guess for uh, swinging if you have a pink pink flamingo in your front yard it means you're a swinger did you know that no yeah it's in the suburbs of chicago anyway so soft swing how did you get into this uh when you were in swinger how did that so i met this girl on it was match.com during the time and she was in like the sexy outfit so all of a sudden she you know she liked comedians and on our first date she's like hey um you know i'm bisexual is that cool and you know my eyes pop out of my head and i'm like yeah, yeah, that's cool with me, whatever yeah. you're into, you know. And then the next thing you know, she's like, hey, you want to be on my Swinger website? And I'm like, yeah. And you go to a couple of these parties, and it's like, whoa, this is this is over my head. Most of the couples, um, at the time, it wasn't as big. And most of the couples, you're like, yeah, I really. You she, she wanted to hook up with this one girl. She's like, yeah, this girl wants to hook up with you. And I took one look at her, and she looked like my sister. I go, I'm not swinging with a girl that looks like my right, sister. Right. That's not where I'm going. But there was a couple, foreign girl, foreign couple, right? European, mm-hmm. maybe Polish. And we ran into them, and this guy's girlfriend loved me. Like, she thought I was the cutest. So we would hook up. We hooked up with them twice. It was super fun. All in the same room at the same time? Yeah, okay. yeah. It was like, it was pretty crazy. I don't know how graphic you can get. No, you can this. get as graphic as you want. It don't matter. Like, no, just it was... Like, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, and we didn't even we didn't even we, no sex. Oh, no, he I 
I mean, it was yeah. orals and shit like that. Hand, hand, handies. Everyone's pepper grinding my, each other. <laughs> well, my girl. Well, my girl was. Am I allowed to say whatever? Yeah, I want? go ahead. Oh, okay. As long as you don't need names. Yeah. So, me and my girl were having sex, and mm-hmm. then she was um, blowing the other blowing guy. the other guy. Yeah, yeah. And I was pretty hot, and then yeah. his girl came over and started making out with me, and I started, you know, yeah, yeah. So it was pretty fun. Pleasuring was, each other. Yeah. That's yeah, it, fine. Was, it was a long time ago. It's it's not like this is still No going judgment on. zone here. No, I think I was invited to go to one by a, a guest, Casey Baxter, years ago when this first podcast when this podcast first started five or six years ago. And then uh I had a few drinks. I was at a show, I remember, and she was gonna grab me and we were gonna go to the party and I chickened out. Like I was like, I can't do it. She was you gonna gotta just, go. I know I, I well I have to as a, a dating expert. I have to fulfill my duties and obligations but um yeah i think it's just i think i'm just very vanilla when it comes to shit like that yeah um but i i met a bunch of swingers um at a show i did recently and they follow me now and they're like they they're doing a they do a swingers event oh and they need a comedian so i might go to it and then just awesome. kind of like you got them. you have to yeah and i know some friends uh comedian friends of mine who are swingers and yeah. they love it and they think it's uh it's a it's an answer to keeping a relationship fresh, which I'm all for. Yeah, I think at my age, I'm probably not into it as much. It doesn't excite me. Yeah, um, but it is a cool lifestyle for them, or cool to watch. We we one time went to the the swingers club, and there's an orgy room, and we didn't really we didn't hook up with another couple. I'm like, hey, let's jump Just in the orgy watch, room. Yeah. So we were having sex in the orgy room, and. It, the stuff that was going around on around you, it was like the weirdest thing for me is there's like a you know skinny guy who looks like nothing. You wouldn't even look at him twice, and this guy you know, he's hung, hung like a donkey, hung like a donkey. Like this guy's dick is up to his chest, yeah. And he and another guy are wife swapping, and these wives have these giant boobs, and you're like distracted. And then there's <laughs> people watching you, yeah. And then it's a lot. A lot of stuff going on. Oh my god! Yeah, how, do you, how would you perform? Like for me, I would have problems performing. It. Like I was younger, so I didn't yeah, yeah. care. I was. Yeah. It was just so much. And when you're young, you don't give a shit about yeah. any of that. We, you know, I'd been naked in front of other guys. It, yeah, I don't care about that. It's just the performance aspect. Yeah, now, like it's like, it. well, now, now it already. Oh yeah, especially yeah. now. Like that's. I mean, I have a joke recently where I had a sex tape that I made years ago. Yeah, and I'm like. I can't delete it because I was such good, I was in such good shape. Right. Like, I don't care about the girl. Like right. she asked me to delete it. I'm like, listen, I we'll, we'll get you digitally removed. I don't need you in it. I right. Just, I need to like. That's funny. I it's a true story. Like I I want proof that I used to be ripped. Yeah. And also, your penis gets smaller when you get older. I know Do, people say it? that. Yeah. A hundred percent. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I thought condoms smaller? got bigger, and I was like, oh no, it's not. They're the same size. I, it's it's so weird. I know it sucks getting old. Some of these things, but nobody and nobody warns you. No, nobody warns you at these swinger parties. Though, are they? I figured the most of the people are older, right? There's not like twenty year old studs going around. There was there was there was one, and they were having sex younger in front, and they were they're like I mean, they I, like the attention. I might have been. I was probably about thirty four at the time when when I was you know thirty three. And this couple was a good-looking couple, good shape. The girls were beautiful, and they were swapping. And I'm like, I want to swap with those guys. They're yeah. Way too, like, these people are way too pretty for us. And they wouldn't – They no. The rules are – yeah, I, I've learned, like, uh, you could just kind of be like, no, thank you, or something like that. 
it, How does that it was, work? I, it wasn't as big back then. Like I feel now, everybody is so open minded. And back polyamory then, is huge now. Yeah. Oh yeah, everybody's doing all sorts of stuff. And now it's it's like uh, if you were to go down there and go to this place, I'm sure there's a lot more younger people. There's a woman that I always ran into, and she was a swinger, and she dated the guy who owned the club. Mm-hmm. And I would see her in Old Town a lot. And I oh, called, really? I, and I got her business card, and I called, and I tried to go out with her because she was pretty cute. And ah, no, like, not, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I wonder if they like have a secret handshake or something so you can tell when they are. Well, from TikTok, I learned if you have an upside-down pineapple on your shirt, oh. that means you're a swinger. Pineapple, so it's not just pink flamingo. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I learned that from TikTok. See, you can learn things. Pi- upside down pineapple. That's good to know. Um, so I'm assuming that you are done with that phase. Like if a girl oh, yeah. was like, I'm a swinger, you're like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I can't do it. Too I, much work. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> but you did it already. You got it off I, your bucket I did list. It. And we yeah. didn't do, we didn't, it. Well, it it's, doesn't. Yeah, you didn't get. You dipped your foot in the swinger pool. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Other than that, are there other things that you now know? Like, you're like I can't do that again. Yeah. Like, what are those? <laughs> so my friends, <laughs> my friends hooked me up with a guy who likes to have guys watch, uh, watch um, his wife having sex with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Uh, you did so. That. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do it again. No, that I didn't realize what was going on. It wasn't about me. It was about them. And this guy got really aggressive. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like it. it the, what do you mean he got aggressive? Like angry? Or like. Yeah, like, yeah. Can I, I can just speak freely? Yeah. Just don't, okay. don't fucking mention names. But yeah. Yeah. So we, we go. She invite. He invited so you to he, fuck his wife. Yeah. Okay. So. And everybody set me up. And they knew what was going to happen. And his wife is drop dead gorgeous. Sure. And I'm like, no, this is going to be fun. And I didn't realize that this guy has like a temper. So basically, we get in the hotel room. We both start getting naked. He's there too. Watching. He's there too. Yeah, and it's very intimidating because he's there. So he kind of starts, and then he's like, "Okay, get in there." So I start, and <laughs> get I'm, in there, Tony and, Kukoc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like get in there. Like he tacks me. You know, like I. You know, so we start going at it, and I look over, and he's on the bed naked. And then I look back, and he's not on the bed naked anymore. And I'm like, "Where did he go?" And he's like behind me. And I'm like, oh boy, like we didn't talk. Is he going to fuck me in the ass? Uh-huh. Like, is this what? Right. I, di- I didn't know. So I'm starting to freak out a little. And then I look behind me and he's gone. Now he's at the edge of the bed. And I'm like, what? what is he, Houdini? And I said to her, I'm like, oh, I What's said something on? to her. You know, we we're kissing. And I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so, you know, whatever. And he goes, no, she's not. She's a whore. You know, oh, girl, right. like she's a whore. And I'm right there, I was like, oh, I'm in over my head. <laughs> And it was just, it was, it was some yeah. And then he's like, and then, and then he was like, get out of there. I need to get in there. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, get back in there. And it was like, okay, I'm it's not supposed coaching, to be. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of, and it was, it was, um, it's not like in the porn sites when you're no. cucking something. No, no. It's <laughs> I, like real cucks. It's like, maybe, maybe I should have known this guy a little better. You know, it seemed like a good idea at yeah. the time, and but it clearly wasn't. No, it was a bad idea. Well, what, what, okay, so clearly the uh, non traditional multi party events are no longer in your future. No. What about just the basics? Like, what have you learned that you can't do anymore? Like, are you, uh, 
do you have a if you lined up the last seven girls that you dated do they all look the same do they all no. have a, one common thread like for me i tend to date women who have children or have yeah. a child like is that a common do you have a common thread between them i like my milfy moms i love moms mm-hmm. uh same um they're you know they're more well, why do you like that I like them because I don't want to. A lot of my friends will date girls, and they'll be like, you know, all of a sudden there's pressure to get Where married is this going? or have right. a kid. That's what, same what, with me, right? And I and I'm I'm not there. I that window passed. So um, I like I've always liked moms. I was remember Boys in the Hood the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ricky's mom. I remember watching it, going, I think Ricky's mom is hot. Yeah, like, like I don't care about the girls. I like Ricky's mom, and, and yeah, I was just googling it because I was like, I, I like, I knew. Yeah, like, I was the same too. Actually, that's yeah. funny you say that. But like, also, it's even like uh, watching porn. Like they have milf porn. Yeah, but like most of the people are like they're just like thirty. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> not they, really. They're not old enough. <laughs> they just and I have friends who are porn stars, and they're like, "Yeah, I was doing milf porn." I'm like, "Why were you doing milf porn? You're like fucking 28 at the time." She's like, "Yeah, well, that they age us out, and all it is is makeup. They just do slight things right. with makeup. It's the same girl, and then she's doing teen porn. The next, it's, thing. it's uh, Lisa Ann, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So Lisa Ann, I like her better clothed than watching her do porn. Yeah. I'm more attracted to her when she's talking as a yeah as a sports personality. Than watching her, you know, have sex with six dudes. It's right. like, hey, I'm she's more... a sports person now. Oh yeah, I she's doing that. yeah, she's doing fantasy football shows. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Sort. And I'm like, yeah. And there's porn stars doing stand up, but we can't do, go do porn. Right. It's not like you and I could be like, hey, let's do porn. No yeah. one would watch it. No, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, so going back to the initial thing, so sure. they all that's common thread. Are you? Uh, are there other things? What are your deal breakers? Then, like, are there things that you're like, I, I can't date someone. I there? can't deal. Uh, alcoholics or drug addicts anyone who's got and when i say alcoholics yeah when it's um you know i was dating a girl and and she's like oh i only smoke when i drink i'm like you drink every day and she goes oh well <laughs> and, and she had an alcohol problem like i was fighting with her and i was like where's my honeymoon phase this relationship's yeah. horrible you're a drunk and i can't i can't do that yeah that's that's definitely it's a deal breaker yeah, I'm not big into the arguing or fighting. Um, I don't have a lot of other deal breakers. No, there's not. It 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 all depends. I'm more of a personality guy, yeah. so I need that personality. I'm kind of a, a connection guy too. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I'm not one of these guys who's like, oh, I got to date the hottest girl ever. I've never. That doesn't matter. I'm more into sure. the, the person and and the connection. What uh, what's the longest relationship you've had? Uh oh, uh, probably two years. Well, that's that's normal. That's that's how long ago was that though? Nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, nineteen. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, you see my hands. I'm getting real nervous yeah. up here. I'm like, um, well, you know, uh, uh, how long ago? Probably like 2011. Yeah, good ten years. That's ago, fine. And still as an adult last time i, I had a two-year relationship was in 1999 so you're fine i did i the girl i dated the mom that i went to high school with we dated for six months but every other weekend she was at my house all week like it was it was like a college relationship where you dated for six months but it was like it felt like two years because yeah. there was so much intensity and and so much chemistry well because distance you know when you have distance or time that helps you keep the you miss the person and you want right. to see them again. Whereas if you're living with somebody, 
you're with them every day and right. the relationship that's why covid expedited a relationship and you saw so many relationships end during covid because they're like oh, oh yeah. shit i'm with this person 24 hours a day i hate them right so what um um oh now i forgot my train of thought um yeah no that do you, that, that do you ever sense. date comics or no no that's a no no go uh, and it's sad because I have a lot of people. I'm like, oh, I wish I would date. I'm like, and then we both are like, well, uh, we could date, but you're gonna have to quit comedy. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> yeah, I just won't do that. It's just a bad move on so many levels. I don't know that there are any. Just like I won't date lawyers again either. I was a lawyer. Oh, yeah. I won't. I did that, and that was horrible. It's just too too much. But have you lived with someone before? I've never. That's what I was gonna ask you. Okay. Yeah, me neither. Well, yeah, I haven't. I haven't lived with a woman before. I so. My sister had gotten divorced, and I lived with my sister, and we owned this house, so I had this giant house, so I lived with a woman before. But it's your <laughs> sister, yeah. Yeah, way, way too long, way too long. So, um, okay, so you, your relationship goals are what? We got it, we got it, we're over time here. What, what is your goal now? My goal now is in a relationship would just find a girl I like that's supportive Stay with of them. my stand-up and, and date them and have fun. I mean, we got to have as much fun as we can. Okay. And what dating apps are you using now to, f- to fulfill that? Uh, Bumble. Okay. You got to try this app, Posse, by the way. They're my new sponsor. It's a group app where you go on group dates. Oh, my God. I mean, that's the way. Remember, that's how you used to meet fucking people when we were yeah. younger. You go to bars with your friends. You meet their group. It's such a great idea that I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know why no one's thought of this already. Interesting. So you get a group of people, you you create your, you can do it with your comedian friends, you can do it with your realtor friends, your fucking wine, whatever. You can create as many group posses as you will. Right. And you can be like, hey, and it's the cool thing about it is like, this sounds like a, like a shameless promotion, but it's like, hey, we're going to be in, uh, we're going to be in Naples. Uh, And they're like, hey, you'll see who's also going there. And you're like, well, let's meet up because you're in a fucking town where you can't do shit. And then you all of a sudden know, at least, you know, three other people or they're like, I'm going on a bachelorette party. My friends are younger and better looking than me. Yeah. So I'm the, I, the, I don't want them anywhere near me if I'm going to meet girls. Well, in that situation, like I always say that, and uh, I'm like, oh, the, the aunt, the hot aunt is who I'll, I'll go yeah. out with. Like, like yeah. <laughs> if it's a bachelorette party, there's always like the hot, the man, hot, the hot aunt, which is what I'll do. Sounds good to me. Where, uh, where can people find out more about you, Todd? We're out of time. Oh, Todd Glover on Facebook, uh, Todd Glover 34 on Instagram. I got to update my Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on Facebook. Like, no one's on Facebook, but I'm on Facebook. All right. Well, Todd, thanks for f- yeah. finally doing the podcast. I know we tried to do this for a while. Scheduling was difficult. Uh, we'll get you back on and, and yeah. get an update uh, and see how things are going. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out that app and I will. Uh, I will. and we'll see you soon. Thanks okay. all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. I'm still